Blog Talk Radio. Listen to their struggles as they turn them into triumphs. In a city full of challenges, they only search for victory, and nothing will hold them back. These are their stories. So sit back, relax, and welcome to their city. Wrestle City Radio. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another great edition of Russell City Radio. We have our passports ready. We have our tickets ready. We're in their city, and we're about to hear their stories of struggle turned into triumph, and their great, great stories, motivational, and of course, inspiring, and of course, fun. But before we continue talking about today's episode and our guests, uh, you know, we do have a couple topics to talk about, but because I'm fake, he's literally... Right here, facing me, look at putting his goddamn con- get this contract out of my face, Ray. <laughs> I gotta make this introduction. Uh, that, that hate, that, you don't have to show me this contract, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the reason why the show has ratings. The most sexiest manager in the world, the man that brings the law to law and order, the reason why there's even cop shows on television, I'm talking about the law, Ray Ramundo. Hi. Hey, George. How's it going? Good, sir. Good. How's it going? How's it going, fans? I know you can't talk to me right now, but this is the reason you're watching the law, Ray Ramundo. Listen, Ramundo, just for me doing that introduction, I puked a little bit in my mouth. But, guys, we have a great show lined up here for you, including Ray Ramundo and myself. We're going to be talking a lot of topics, including the Sasha Banks fiasco that's going on right now, which I have to say I side with Sasha Banks in, in a lot of things that she's been saying. But also, guys, we're going to be talking about the Mae Young Classic. We're also going to be talking about does The Undertaker have one more match in him uh, and so much more. Plus, we welcome our special guest, and we go international this time in the United Kingdom with none other than one half of the Owens twins, Leah Owens. Let me ask you something, Ray. One thing I've always been afraid of is facing a twin, and because I just don't know how to tell one from I could... Only imagine how their opponents feel when they get in there with twins. <laughs> Twin magic, all right. <laughs> uh, well, the Bellas, uh, for one. But, of course, I'm talking about Lee Bella. I mean, wow, Lee Bella. Wow, I, I'm mixing the two. Uh... Lee, uh, Lee Owens will be here. As a matter of fact, she's already on the line. Uh, earlier, I had a talk with her, and apparently I married off her her sister, to someone else earlier, and now I'm calling her Leo, uh, Lee Bella. So go, let's, and we're off to a great start. So let's go ahead and open up the line to the UK superstar, Lee Owens. Uh, Ms. Owens, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, Ms. Owens. 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 H
Hiya, George. How are you? Good, 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 good. Apparently, you're Bella now. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I'm like Nikki Bella. Like, what the heck is the fight? I'm better than the Bella twins, bro. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I was going to say, first, I marry off your sister earlier in the show, and now, basically, I uh, huh? I know, like, that I was completely wrong. It's BT Gun that she's with. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God, Lee, that's two strikes. Oh, God. Yeah, it, hey, hey, that that stands for Bart, Ray, by the way. BT stands for Bart. <laughs> <laughs> God. It, <laughs> we have an inside joke with that, by the way, Lee. Okay. So, w- <laughs> welcome to the show, by the way, uh, Ms. Owens. We it's really appreciate you being here. And so uh, let me ask you something here real quick, Ms. Owens. Uh, you know, of course, you've been here to the United States before, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and of course you've wrestled all over the, uh, the country of Europe, the United Kingdom, Ireland, et cetera. How did, how did it feel? Like, because I know you defended your championship here against Santana Garrett in Orlando for WrestleMania weekend. I never got mm-hmm. to uh, sit down with you after your match and ask you, hey, how did it feel with the difference uh, of the United, uh, you know, European style compared to America. What, what do you have to say about the different styles? Uh, it's, it's, to be honest, I, like, the way I tend to wrestle is quite Americanized. And it was quite a lot of, like, uh, crowd work, you know, big moves and stuff. But whenever I need to, I can bring out the European style, the British wrestling style, you know. I can work the, um, I can stay to the mat, I can go to the ropes, I can, I, I can use what I can do. But it was it was scary for me to make my entrance, and um, I know I have a lot of respect for Santana Garrett, and I was just uh, really mindful of the fact that I was going against a girl that I could learn a lot from at the same time. So I just had to go out there and prove that like I I can I can I can go the distance and I can actually like succeed, <laughs> even though I did yeah. actually lose the belt, but I felt like I succeeded during the match, showing people well, and- what I can do. And that actually makes me curious on that, Ms. Owens, because it makes me wonder, because like you said, oh, you, you had a little bit of fear uh, during your entrance. Is it like more pressure on international talent like yourself, like when you go to different countries, whether it's Japan, America, uh, Hispanic countries, is it much more pressure on you by saying, I'm entering a country that they probably never seen me at, uh, seen me before? Is it more pressure for people like you? Um, I believe I believe it's a pressure for anyone going anywhere, but for for myself, like going into a new country, and like just that sort of thinking to myself that, you know, I'm this wee girl from Ireland. Like, how do people in America know me, or do they know me? Like, I have to win them over within like the first five to ten seconds walking down that you know walking down the aisle, and like seeing yeah. like seeing their reactions to my entrance. If if I don't make a hit right there, you know, I could be a complete like mess with them, but. Hopefully, like the rep my rest and like, you know, won them over. But yeah, yeah, it's it's taking those first few steps through that curtain that you can sort of hold your breath with. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, hey, is this gonna go good or is this gonna go bad? And and it's great that, as a matter of fact, that you go in with such a like such positive influence in your head. Because uh, I was there, I was in Orlando, and you had one of the best matches of the night uh, during that event. And I have to say, both you and, and Santana Garrett proved how women's wrestling is revolutionizing the sport 
with even the Mae Young Classic uh, going out right now on the WWE Network. Uh, so that oh, brings man. me to my yeah, that brings me to my next question. Were were you or your sister ever contacted for the Mae Young Classic? Uh, I personally wasn't. I'm not too sure about Casey. I think she might have been, but there might have been a few different like. Um, uh, hiccups obviously if if she was asked there was probably something happened that she couldn't do it but if we had been asked we would have been there you know what I mean like um, something that we would have loved it but uh, we've got good friends like Piper Niven and Keely Ray and Aisha and all and as well as Tony Storm who are in the, or are in the male class so they get to represent us so that's pretty cool as long as we can support them and show our support then I'm happy enough with that. But if I got asked for that, I would definitely have been there. <laughs> yeah, and, and mind you, uh, like some people are opening up their eyes, like what we were just talking about a second ago, that basically with all of this, like I know you've even stepped in the ring with the alpha female uh, for her yep. time. Like in Germany, uh, she was eliminated in the first round of the tournament. Mm-hmm. But still, like people are opening up their eyes to all these new women stars, like the Piper Nevins, uh, for instance, yep. uh, the alpha female, uh, et cetera. So what does that, you know, what does that entail for now the European women uh, who are also busting their butts over there? I know Nixon Newell, I heard, was signed to the WWE. Uh, is yep. this kind of like a big door opening now for even the European uh, wrestlers? Oh, like um, some of, like most of the European wrestlers that like, I've worked with or I know of, like we're some of the hardest working. I'm not, I'm not saying that the like American or Japan, Japanese aren't as hardworking, but for the people that I know, we are so hardworking for it because we sort of feel that we are such a tight knit group that we have to make bigger noise. So um, working with them, it's like it definitely does feel with having so many representatives from the UK in the May Young Classic. It's like, hi, we're here. We're finally you can finally see us. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> so it, it's pretty cool that it, like to have that. And hopefully that does mean there will be more eyes on the UK indie scene. And hopefully that means more people from here will will hopefully get signed. You know what I mean? That's that's all we want. We want to support each other to achieve uh, like achieve our goals with either being signed to WWE or being noticed worldwide. No, and, and mind you, uh, like you can tell the passion, the love, the respect, the emotion that all these women have when they step in through those ropes at the Mae Young Classic. Like, some of them even break down crying when the oh, announcement yeah. is made. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I've, I've never, I, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, I've never cried so much in a wrestling <laughs> event since the Macho Man, Miss Elizabeth reuniting yeah. at uh, oh, WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, so I've never cried so much since then. All of a sudden, the Cruiserweight Classic shows up, I start crying just because all these guys and their passion. But then, like, you feel for these women because these, like, for example, you, Ms. Owen, like, you women were literally getting, no offense to the men, but you women were given the biggest challenge of all because you women were looked at as, like, models turned into wrestlers for Braun Panties matches. We were looked at as the piss break. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. And it was... It was very, very, a very big hurdle to jump over. And then when you see this tournament take place, it's like, wow, finally these women are given this chance that the fabulous moolah was given. Absolutely. 
you know, like, and, and go ahead. Sorry for like for myself, it's like yes, the Mayon Classic is awesome and it's amazing. It is giving the world like a bigger eye to the like to the women that are right there and what can be achieved by these women. But like I feel like as soon as NXT was created and you had the four horsewomen with Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and everyone else. You know, I think that's when it did start that people sort of went, hang on a second, these women are now being given a platform and they were pulling out five-star matches constantly. And now that we've got the Mae Young Classic, we're seeing that on a bigger, like the worldwide scale. Like, and that, that's what I am so thankful for and I'm so passionate about is being able to watch and see people that I've been in the ring with succeed that way. Even if they don't win their, win their round, they've still got to do what I've, I've been dreaming of. You know what I mean? No, yeah, and Ms. Owens, do you sometimes still get that, like, needle in a haystack situation where you have to bump into a fan that still has the mentality of the 1990s, the early 2000s, uh, when women were looked upon that way? Sometimes, but, like, all I just say to them is come to a show wherever it's a full female show. Like, if, if they say that to me, I'm like, well, come to Pro Wrestling Eve. Like, go to RCW in Barcelona. You know, I, I say I say to them to come to all female show and then talk to me afterwards and tell me that women can't wrestle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I'm straight up with them. I'm like, if you don't like female wrestling, then that's cool. But come to a show where it's all female and you'll see what we can do. And that I have to agree with you because a lot of uh, organizations have uh, kind of like branched out, like Shine, Shimmer. Uh, I believe yeah. now there's another one known as Roar uh, out there. Yeah. Uh, and like you were mentioning, Eve as well. But uh, one thing as I also wanted to bring up, and, and Ray, I promise this is my last question because I'm not going to try to steal any of your questions today. Uh, we already what, took a few of them. <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't, it wasn't on purpose. Uh, by the way, BT still stands for Bart. Anyway. Uh, uh, at least you can steal my other joke, so don't steal that one. <laughs> so, but... Uh, but basically, one thing that I also want to bring up with you, Ms. Owens, is that, again, you're not just the only wrestler in your family. Your sister wrestles, too, and you yep. both are, tw- are twins. So I, yep. want to bring up a, I, I want to bring up a fun subject with you, and then maybe we could turn it a little serious. Have you ever had a situation where you both are – because I, I'm going to be honest with you uh, – when I first saw you guys in action, I was like, which one is which? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the point. Especially, exactly. Especially during the sister versus sister feud that you guys had. But uh, yeah. like, have you had a ever a situation where a promoter's like, hey, I booked Lee. So which one's Lee? Oh, your case. Wait, who's Lee? <laughs> have you ever had a situation yeah. like that? Um, so, Yes, and, well, I'll tell you a funny story with that. Pro Wrestling League promoter Dan Reed booked Casey and I for uh, the tag match against the Blossom Twins. Um, first ever Twins versus Twins match, um, I think it was like 2012. And uh, he booked us, and we're like, You're great, great, wonderful, this is great. And he started talking to us before the show, and he was like, are you nervous? Are you excited to do this tag match? And we're like, Dan, and he goes, what? And we're like, this is our first ever tag match. And he was just like, <laughs> he's like, what do you, what do you mean? Hang on, you're, you're twins, you, you tag together. I'm like, yeah, we can tag together, but this is our first ever tag match. And he's like, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, well, in Ireland, it's just me and my sister. At that point, it was only me and my sister really wrestling. So that's why we were always <laughs> wrestling each other. Never tagged together until that point. 
and that was that, that. And then we also like, and when be, whenever any like people talk to us, like Casey, and I'm like, it's Lee. And they're like, for God's sake. <laughs> so we do get it. Like, <laughs> it's funny. It's like uh, whenever like I was talking to Carlos from RCW, he's like, uh, Leah, I want you to be the champion. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, are you sure you're not going to talk to Casey? Are you sure you don't want to speak to her? And he goes, nope, it's you. <laughs> so it's always a, like a confusion sometimes, like when it comes to yeah. some uh, some promoters. So I, I I now feel like I'm not the only one, thank God. So no, no. <laughs> and my dad still gets it wrong, okay? 28 years and my dad still gets it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's freaking hysterical. Wow. So, I, so you two, you two as sisters, obviously growing up watching wrestling, becoming wrestlers eventually. Uh, then, like you were mentioning, the only two women in Ireland fighting each other, wrestling each other. So yeah. I basically have to ask this last question, you know, with your, you wrestling your sister, you becoming practically the revolution of Ireland with your sister. <laughs> was that a little bit more special for you? I, w- I wouldn't say it was a revolution. I just said that I would say it was just a very small community. Um, but we just made the decision, obviously, from Ireland to move to Glasgow, Scotland, to sort of help pursue that. But, you no, know, I believe that the real person that was making a women's revolution, even though in, the, in her entrance she says she's taking uh, wrestling back 10 years, um, is Session Moth Martina. And um, she's so funny, so unreal. If you don't know who she is, look her up. Her promos are fantastic. Um, but I believe, like, from what Casey and I have done and what she's done, that's the revelation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just put it on me and my sister. But to hear that from people, it's kind of pretty cool. Like, you know, if we were the first people to help step that up and go to the UK and make people look at Ireland more, then cool. If not, that's cool as well. <laughs> but I would never, so, I would never, I would never place that on me. <laughs> well. Has there ever been a situation where, like, or maybe the first match or the last match you both, you ladies had had with each other, have you ever had a situation where you guys are wrestling in the ring and sometimes it becomes so emotional because of how much the fans are getting into it that you both are, like, literally almost breaking that, uh, I want to use that word, but the kayfabe, that you guys are breaking the kayfabe inside the ring and you're like, I'm wrestling my sister and these fans are eating it alive is have you ever had that emotional breakdown with your sister in the ring um i think uh the main time that that happened and it wasn't just me and my sister it was whenever we were doing tna boot camp and we had the match with uh nikki storm and uh kaylee ray um the tears that i had on that show were genuine like it was the most emotional roller coaster for me then but to actually experience that and be in the ring and wrestling with my sister, um, it was just so emotional to like sort of feel what we could have a taste of, you know what I mean? So there have been times that like when we've been wrestling, even if it's in a tag match or singles against each other, that it do- it does get tend tend to be emotional whenever you can hear the fans really going for it and really loving it. So that that's what we live for. We live for the fans. You know, if we don't have the fans, there's no show. If there's no show, there's no going swim. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> well, mind you, let me just say for the record, now that I'm talking to you again, I haven't spoken to you technically since, uh, you know, Orlando. Uh, we yeah. have our conversations on and off on message, but now that I have you over uh, phone here, 
I want to say I appreciate your friendship a lot. I appreciate what you do for the fans a lot. And, and by all means, you are a fantastic wrestler, and I see you going very, very far in this business, Ms. Owens. I really appreciate that. No, that's really nice. Like, I've not had the, like, for me, uh, recently I've not had the best year, not wrestling term-wise, but, like, sort of personal mental health-wise, I've not been really good. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster for me recently, and I've been like heaven in hand about whether I was going to stay with the stay with wrestling or keep it going. But um, I've came to the decision that I am. But there was a wee while there that I wasn't. So to hear that kind of thing is like it's pretty cool. <laughs> so thank you very much. My pleasure. Hey, as long as you stay in wrestling, I could always fly over to the UK and and try to steal your belt again. Okay, well you can try and steal it, but you're going to get the Stone Cold Stunner, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, at least I got away like ten feet that that day. So only, at least only here. I was I was I was playing with you. Yeah, if I wanted it that quick, I would have like it would have been on camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Ray, I'm gonna end it here because I already know that yeah. I have a feeling that she's gonna fly over here to the United States to kick my butt again. Because uh, needless to say, guys, if you want to watch the video, you will literally see me run away with Miss Owens' belt uh, during her time here in Orlando. And all of a sudden, from one minute to the next, you see her fly off camera. And what you do not see on camera is her turning me into a pretzel. Yep. <laughs> so. That's so, a lot of people can do it to you, George. <laughs> you just uh, wanted to uh, <laughs> your mouth, Ray. Anyway, Ray, so the microphone is all yours, and the international sensation, the Owens, is all yours. Thank you, thank you. Ms. Owens, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Well, I don't know if to call you Ms. Owens, Ms. Bellows, and according to George, at least he didn't say you're married to Kevin Owens. So at least there's that. <laughs> well, we yeah. joked uh, My sister joked about saying that we were related to Kevin Owens, you know, like he's our big brother or something. <laughs> there you go. It's a Canadian influence. There is some Canadian there. That's it. <laughs> okay, Ms. Owens. Uh, my first question I usually love to ask our guests are usually – is what was that one match that got you into wrestling? What was that moment that you saw? Like, I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that one match that got me into wrestling, oh, that, 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 that's a question. Um, I have to say, oh, which one would it be? Probably SummerSlam. I always get it wrong. Is it 99 or 2001? Uh, Triple H versus Mankind. Hardcore. Yes. I believe that was yeah. 99. I'm not 99, sure. yeah. Uh, so Are you talking about the Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. I yep. fell in love with it. I was a big fan of that show. Um, that uh, unreal. Like that was one of those like this is the, people are actually do that to each other. Like what? <laughs> and then obviously from there, uh, like obviously educated myself and started watching wrestling full time. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, this is what this is. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it was definitely a good match. I remember a lot of people. Did come out of it. Mick Foley and, and Triple H did have a huge feud throughout the years. It was Triple H and him, Triple H and Austin. Yeah. Lots of go around the atmosphere. Okay, my next question then has to be following the match that got you in is a match that proved, okay, I'm doing the right thing. This is why I'm wrestling. For you, what was your match that you had that made you think, okay, I chose the right career path? Like my own personal match or what I've seen in the, like, Oh no, your um, actual personal match. My personal match. Um well, that's another really good question. I haven't thought about that. Um I think there was 
I hate it when they do this to me. I always don't think about these kind of questions. Um, let me think. Uh, there was one match with RCW, and it was when I was tagging with my sister, and we were going against Kairi Hojo and Mayu Yutani from Stardom, and um, that match had so much roller coaster of emotion because it was the one match that got Kelly and I to get our chance to go over to Japan and go to Stardom. Um, but there was just, there was so much to it. There was brawls, there was tech, there was everything. And after that, after it, uh, I, we couldn't help but just hug Kyrie and Mayu and thank them for the match. And we were on such a high that uh, that was the point I was like, this is unreal. We need to keep doing this. We need to keep tagging. We need to keep wrestling. This is so much fun. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad finally someone does give us that answer because I always ask that question. It's like the stumper. Like, I don't think I've had the match yet. I can't pick just one. So it's perfect to finally get a, a true answer well, out of it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. That uh, at this moment in time, that's one of my favorite matches. Absolutely, and that's one match that definitely awesome. makes me think that I was on the right track. Awesome, awesome. Okay, my next one then has to be your definitely how you guys are twins. You've te- you're, you've teamed. You said you've had. One or two of actual team matches that usually it's like, oh, we face most, mostly each other. Being yeah. with the lineage in wrestling, always families, do you guys want to have that lineage like, okay, there's the Hearts, there's always the McMahons, like that. Do you want to have that dynasty like, okay, we were the Owen sisters? Absolutely. I think that would be, like, pretty cool to have if we can, like, help influence that way. That would be awesome. Like, we've got our wee niece, Phoenix, and we're trying to, like, she loves the fact that we are cool aunties that wrestle and we wrestle all the world and she she just loves it, tells all her friends about it. And um but to my my sisters, my older sisters, her mom, she's like, Stop making her a tomboy, stop making her like wrestling and we're like, If she likes wrestling she can just follow us So we can do it and like leave that legacy and like you know, make our family proud, then yeah, we would absolutely love that. Amazing. Yeah, that would, that does lead to my next question. I want to see what is it that you do want to leave your fans? What is it that you want to see? What do you want to be remembered by? I just want to be remembered. Well, me, myself, personally, I want to be remembered as just being a fun-loving person who got delivered dream because the fans fell in love with her and we just had a lot of fun with it because, I, like I said earlier, like it's, it's because of the fans that I'm here it's because of the fans I'm able to do shows like this and talk to people from all over the world and get to wrestle over the world. And it's still unreal to me. Like, it's still weird for me to think that people do know me from Japan, from America, from, like, Australia, wherever they know me from. I'm just, I'm, I just feel like I'm blessed with that. So if people, if I'm, if I'm going to be remembered, I just want to be remembered for somebody who had such love for the business and did what she could in the ring. And as long as I made people happy, then I'm happy with that. Perfect, perfect. It does, it's something, because that's usually what I love to ask is, what do you want to leave? Because I know a lot of people are never thinking, okay, what do I want to leave as my mark? So it's yeah. that you already have that plan. That's something that, okay, I can live up to this. This is what I want to leave yeah. my fans with. And not just have, okay, I've had great matches, but what was the end of it? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, next question I do have. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, oh, no, go ahead. Didn't want to cut you off. No, you're good, you're good. You can go to the next question. I'm just agreeing. <laughs> okay, okay. So I don't, don't want to take up much of your time because I know George is mentioning the time difference is a little different, so I don't want to keep you on 
Oh, yeah. Hi, last two questions. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question then has to be with the May Young Classic, but also the UK tournament that occurred recently as well, having guys like Pete Dunne, Trent Seven, Tyler Bates come over, even Wolfgang, would you want yeah. to see even a women's UK tournament occur? Would you definitely that be interested be- in something like that? Oh, I def- definitely would be because um, obviously, like WrestleMania weekend, like at Access and stuff, you had like Ginny, who was there, and Ginny, I've wrestled her. She's just, she has this aura about her, and she's like the best, but like she's the best heel I've ever had the uh, the chance to work with. She's unreal. I-, I love her that much that she hates it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> but definitely, if we had a UK tournament, um, I think it would give a broader and wider like um, view to actually who's here because obviously everyone knows Keely Ray's the Tony Storms the Piper the Piper Nivens now and that, like Aisha Ray and all but there are so many of us here just wanting to have that chance so if we're able to have the chance of having a women's UK tournament uh, I think we blow it out the water I think we blow out the park <laughs> yeah because I definitely I'll admit that I am a little marked out when I do see the women's athletes and the promotions like ICW, WCPW over there in the UK. So it's like, yeah, WWE should pick up the ball, the ball with that because we've seen the greatness come out of the UK tournament. Classic, what's currently happening with the May Young. So that makes sense. If it does come true, it happened here first at Wrestle City Radio. We gave yeah, you the idea. Exactly. <laughs> We're the ones who said it. It needs to happen. <laughs> George, get the copyrights now. We'll make money off that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, while you're talking, I'm right. <laughs> While you're talking, I'm writing it down. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Last question, Miss Owens, because again, I don't want to take up much of your time. Has to be. You've mentioned you've wrestled in Japan, in the U.S., everywhere. But what is that one promotion you want to just end your career in? What's that one that you're like, okay, make it here. This is where I want to end it. Uh, for me, obviously, I would love to have had like have a career in WWE. That would be absolutely killer. Um, if I could end it there, I would love it. Um, but if I don't get signed, which I don't, I, I hope I do, but if I don't, um, it would definitely have to be either Shine or Shimmer, because it's one company that I've always seen, two companies that I've always seen, and I've always wanted to be a part of. I've always been told about them that they're unreal. I've seen their videos, um, and I think it would be just such a high to be going against them. So I, I would love to be part of that at some point. And if I if I had to end my career, it'd be awesome to end it there. If I had to end it in the UK, it would definitely definitely be Pro Wrestling Eve. Huh. Your home, your your uh, your home company, practically, right? The the one that, like you were saying, that uh, your two, you and your sister were working with, right? The Pro Wrestling yeah. Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, just, but, it, it, it would be a full story if you do. Hopefully. After this, I wouldn't say why isn't there a reason for you to make it to the E. Definitely, with all the opponents you faced, I think WWE did drop the ball not getting one or even both of you on the Mae Young Classic. Hopefully, if there is a two that I heard after the reception, there may be a part two. Hopefully, there is, just like the Cruiserweight that we're planning. So, we'll love to see you there. And again, just like we said, she was here first, Russell City Radio. So. Exactly. <laughs> I was ready for our Thank you again, Ms. Owens. It was a pleasure. George, it was definitely nice a pleasure for me, too, even though I had to stay up till midnight. <laughs> so sorry, hey, it, was, so sorry. it was a fun 30 minutes, George, okay, I'm getting you for that one. 
Uh, well, don't make her guests stay up this late. Well, she, uh, listen, I already know what's coming. She's going to put me in an arm bar and then she's going to say, hey, coffee? Cool. <laughs> so it, it's all. It's not even going to be the arm bar. It's going to be the figure four leg lock. <laughs> Darn it. Ouch. Even worse. <laughs> so, so, Ms. Owens, uh, before you go, let's do some plugs. Uh, how can fans follow you on social media? How can any bookers get a hold of you for any booking inquiries? And where can the fans catch you next live? You can catch me on every social media platform you can think of. I am on Instagram. Just type in Leah Owens. You'll find me. Uh, Twitter as well is Leah.Owens89. Um, and the same again on Facebook. I'm there. Add me again, Leah Owens. You can find it on there. Um, next show, I am actually at Pro Wrestling Eve. There seems to be a theme here. But I am at Pro Wrestling Eve on Friday where I take on Sammy Jane for the Pro Wrestling Eve title. So let's hope that goes well and I can add another belt under my collection. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I've had such a blast. Thank you so much for having me on. And let's just hope, like, if anybody wants to book me, just contact me via social media and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Awesome. And just make sure that uh, you're not getting her at midnight uh, like I am. Uh, <laughs> thank oh, you so much. You're the special exception. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so very much for your time, Ms. Owens. Uh, and I hope to have you again in the near future. Definitely. I would love to be back. Just much earlier, though. Just much earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do a special uh, afternoon show so it could be an evening show for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. That, that could be done. I thank you so very much, Ms. Owen. No worries. Thank you so right. much. My Bye. pleasure. Bye-bye. Guys, that was UK sensation Lee Owens, one half of the Owen twins. Uh, Ray, what a pleasure it was to go international with her. Uh, we had oh, my international... God. That was an awesome interview. That was awesome. Yeah, we, we've had international talent on this show before with Bea Prisley, uh, but now we got to speak with Lee Owens. From the United Kingdom, what an honor! Oh, Lee Bella, in your opinion. Oh uh, yeah, Lee Bella. God. Yeah, you're right. So you still think Bart uh, Gunn is BC? So God. <laughs> well, mind you, listen. I still think BT uh, is is stands for Bart. Okay. BT Gunn would kill Bart Gunn in a match. So. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, either way, I think they're still the same person. But guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so pissed because during our interview, the law is having some trouble because I guess you're trying to make sure I get suspended, George. My account was hacked, so the law isn't happy right now. <laughs> well, yeah. this is what you – you see, I have I, – you might question me, and you sometimes have some power over me, but you never doubt the power of the man who pays. Okay, so just saying. So, so you paid someone to hack my account. God damn it, George. <laughs> I sneeze just listening to your words right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, Red Rooster, let's get into our subjects at hand here. Uh, maybe we could have a quick show here tonight. Uh, knowing that it is Labor Day, a lot of people are probably out there enjoying a nice barbecue. At least down here in South Florida, we are preparing for possibly Hurricane Irma which hopefully does not come and hit us, hopefully, but one can, yeah, that's you know. Yeah, that's coming through you guys, and then it's coming over to me here in New York. So I already stocked up with my canned food, stocked up with bread and everything. 
Hopefully, God willing, it doesn't happen to either one of us. I'm praying for you, George, because I want Thank my paychecks you. every week, so I don't want something to happen. Thank you. Appreciate that, even though you're only praying for the paychecks. But, uh, guys. Yeah, I'm praying for you, too, but I want the paycheck. <laughs> uh, well, either way, paycheck Lorraine handles Either way, Lorraine handles the budget. So, guys, talking about, you know, uh, first times and all that stuff, guys, apparently there's rumors circulating that The Undertaker might come back for one more match. Ray, I have to throw this out there, brother. Is this a slap in the face for the people who went to WrestleMania in Orlando? Because everyone had this idea that that was The Undertaker's last match against Roman Reigns. Now with WWE possibly working on one last other match for The Undertaker, is this kind of a slap in the face for the people in Orlando? I say I have two opinions on this. One, that it kind of is a slap in the face to them because really you're going to end his career again. Now, I do feel if they book this correctly, they could possibly make this this isn't The Undertaker. This is Mark Calloway getting in one last match. So if they do it in the proper way that's not a gimmick, it's Taker just getting his one last hurrah and him ending it on his own terms, that would be awesome. But if they book it just like, oh, it's The Undertaker one more time, you're kind of killing the vibe right now. Well, but if it is, is one more match, I'm hoping it's him versus Zena. Well, that's I'll tell you this well, I'll tell you this much. Um, the only way I could understand this or accept it, per se, I, I, either way, I'll still sit down and watch it and support it. Now, inside of me, of course, would I say, God, another one? Yes, I, I will say another one, because I was at Miami when they said the once-in-a-lifetime match between The Rock and Cena, then all of a sudden next year, it was Rock and Cena 2 in New York. So I, right off the bat, I asked myself, God, a lifetime must be only for a year, you know. But in this case, it's a completely different situation. It's not a match. It's someone's career. So what I'm thinking is this. What, whoever, whoever they place The Undertaker with, in, of course, that, you know, whether it be WrestleMania, Survivor Series, uh, or next year. It could even be next year. What I think could be done is that, of course, the dead man – has been retired. I feel like they're going to bring back the American badass to retire him. Because remember, The Undertaker always had two personalities. That's what I'm so, saying. I feel like it's not going to be just a dead man taker. It's going to be something that's like, it's human form. So it has to be him coming out of gimmick and saying, this is Mark Calloway wrestling or The American Badass, whatever makes it more human. No demon, no powers, nothing. Well, yeah, that's so what, it like... So, the American badass could be good. Yeah, like, I would think that would make for great television because it's not the dead man that we're watching. It's the American badass. Uh, and we haven't seen that character since probably the early 2000s uh, when they killed him off in well, the... Well, we've seen in video game form. <laughs> well, if that... For, for video you, game fans. Do you count that one, really? <laughs> video game form, video did game you really did, oh my I'm god sorry. remember I did so two not, podcasts Listen so to not 2K18. On, we talk about 2K18 every week so not only are you 
a Bullet Club mark, but now you're mentioning your video game mark. Wait, 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 wait. Speaking of, of Bullet Club, I'm going to go into a live stream that happened with one of our sisters on the show, that lovely, lovely show that's happening on our network as well that happened over the weekend. You wearing Bullet Club attire. I'm like, wait a second. He questions my Bullet Club marking, but you're wearing Bullet Club's clothes. What's that about, George? Huh? The people want so, the truth, George. The people want the truth. So about Sasha Banks, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not handle the truth, George? Are you a Bullet Listen, Club mark, yes or no? Don't make me call back Miss Owens to put you in a figure four leg lock. Thank I'll you. take it, George. I'm willing to go to Japan. But whatever. Really? Let's go to Sasha Banks. You, Sasha you'll, Banks take a, you'll take a figure four leg lock from Miss Owens. You sure about that? Yes, George. You positive? <laughs> yes. Uh... She can fly to the, to New York. I'll do it here. Or if we have to go take Russell City Radio to the UK, we'll go over there. In front of you, so you can record it. I'll take the figure uh, four. Uh, so, okay, so I'm getting... I'm making sure that I'm hearing this right. You, the law, Ray Ramundo, is saying you would take a figure four leg lock, something that could possibly break your leg from a professional and dangerous fighter like Lee Owens. See. I'll say it in Spanish. I'll say it in English. Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, it, it it seems to me like uh, um, <clears throat> anywho, <laughs> I, I you. I okay. think I scared off George, folks. I, no, I'm so just, Sasha Banks. Uh, hold on one second, <laughs> uh, Ms. Owens. You, you were witness to that, right? <sighs> Ms. Owens, are you there? Oh man, <laughs> I had I had no bad. God dang it! <laughs> uh, well, I, I, listen. If Miss Owens send was on the line, message afterward. <laughs> uh, I, yes. I, I would love to see you in that figure four leg lock and crying like a baby. I'm just saying right now. That, that, anywho, so guys, uh, aside from that, we're gonna talk about the uh, Sasha Banks fiasco that's going on. Um, I have to practically agree with Sasha Banks. You know, when you're chasing these wrestlers in the hotels, in the airports, uh, and finding out, hey, when do they go to the mall and what time do they eat for I could just take a picture, it, it gets a little bit, a little over carried away. Okay, now... That's being this, a mark. That's being a true mark. In my yeah, but, here, but here's the... Okay, there's two things I support, Ray. There's two ways I support this. One is you go to the meet and greets and you pay what you need to do to meet and greet your favorite superstar. And then another George, that's an actual setting that you're supposed to. That's okay. being a mark. That's being a fan and supporting the product. You're paying for the product. Stalking okay. Stalking them, them in their hotels and then back, backlashing if they say no, that's not being a fan. That's just being a mark. 
That's okay, not being even a mark. It's just being it's being just rude and inconsiderate for them being actual humans. Yes, they're okay. your favorite stars, superstars, whatever. Okay, but here's my second uh, second version. My second version is practically if you're walking the mall and by coincidence they're there at the same time. I I used to be a GameStop employee, Ray. I used to be a GameStop yeah. employee. And mind you, never did I think that this was going to happen, but I didn't go nowhere near a Twitter, a Facebook, a MySpace, nothing, just to say, hey, is this guy going to show up at GameStop? No. Yeah, but that I was a coincidence, wasn't it, that you met some? Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to mention. Like, one day I was working at GameStop, and the big show walked into my store. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't chase him. I didn't try to figure out where he's going. I didn't try to figure out where he's flying to or what he's eating or what have you. He just walked in. That's the only other way I can respectfully, you know, say, hey, you weren't stalking because by coincidence, you guys were both at the same location at the same time. Now, if you are at the air. That to me is fair. That's fair. Yeah. If you have to see them, like maybe you're on the same flight, maybe you're already going somewhere, and they happen to be there, okay. Ask politely. If they say no, okay, walk away. Like, there's been people that have been at the gym, and they see a, a wrestler or a worker, okay, that's fine. Now, if you're stalking to find out their location, finding what flight they're in, that's something different. I've had the same experience. I'm being in, Ma- in Manhattan once. I walked into The Rock, and you know what I did? I'm like, oh, hey, it's The Rock, and I walked away. <laughs> I wasn't well, like, oh, my God, I have to get a picture. I have to get an autograph. No. Believe them alone. <laughs> so in this case, uh, like, uh, what happened to Randy Orton? Perfect example. The guy was working out in the gym. Uh, a fan walks up to him and says, hey, can I take a picture? Randy says no. The guy walks away, still a picture from afar without Randy's uh, permission. Listen, one yep. thing is, is hearing already a wrestler telling you no and you still do it. Another thing is a wrestler telling you no, and then you respectfully wait for him to finish, and then you say, hey, can we do one now? Because they're just as human as everyone else. Sasha Banks is as human as anyone else. Uh, You know, Randy Orton, John Cena, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, don't be going to airports and don't be going to their hotels saying, hey, I might take a picture with so-and-so because that is considered stalking. It's not right. They need, they deserve a rest period just as much as we deserve sleep. I, I, I'm, am I the really only is. one in that? That's the thing. That's what, I don't, that's what I don't get that fans are then complaining, oh, she wasn't nice, she's a bitch, oh, this and that, that they even, her husband, Makazi, I, I think it's his name, they even went up to him and like, oh, your wife's a bitch. I'm like, don't do that. It's their family. They're just trying to be calm, just go in and out of their hotel. Don't do that kind of sh- Don't do that. I'm sorry for the cursing because I know this is a family show, but it just irritates me because I've seen a lot of these workers and the same thing happens. And it's like, no, you don't do that kind of stuff. You go to the meet and greets, you go to the events that they're going to be at, then you don't actually go to their hotel or the airport or anywhere they're going to be at because you stalked your way into them. Don't do that. <sighs> God. Second week, George, you, you give me a topic that I'm pissed off about. Last week was <laughs> sexy star and Kevin Gill. This week it's this. 
Goddamn You're still Gil. jealous about Kevin Gill? Okay, that's another time. <laughs> yeah. I think we're running low, George. We're going to have to end the show. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're jealous still of Kevin Gill. Anyway, uh, guys, yeah, we're practically running a quick show here today, and uh, we're very appreciative of everyone who decided to tune in on a special Labor Day version of Wrestle City Radio. Uh, guys, so by all means, we're going to end it early here today as we just had Ms. Lee Owens from the United Kingdom, which we are very appreciative of her and her, of course, staying up late just to talk to us and talk to you. Uh, Wait, listeners. Joe, speaking of Miss Owens being staying up late, please tell me from Martin Stone he's going to be able to not have to wake up so late for us. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, but that's one guy I don't want to mess with. So, so. Please, George, if we have to do us being up in the morning to do that interview, don't forget, folks, in October we're having not one but two huge interviews with one Danny Birch, a.k.a. Martin Stone, and the living legend, Larry Zabisco. Those hopefully will not be strained on them because we respect the talent. <laughs> we want to be able to give them their full time and not have to have them on Red Bull. <laughs> or that's the truth. Colombian coffee. So you still owe me one, George. When I go to Miami, I'm getting Colombian coffee. <laughs> yeah. Well, ain't that the truth. Guys, for everyone here on Russell City Radio, we thank you very much for tuning in on a very special edition on Labor Day. Enjoy the rest of your week. We continue to pray that Hurricane Irma does not come our way. Till then, have everyone have a great night. And we hopefully, if Irma doesn't hit, we hopefully will come to you again next week. Guys, have yep. a great night. Stay real. Stay safe. Stay safe, everybody. See ya. Do you mind checking under yep. your shoe, man? It smells like poop in here. It's, it, it smells like someone stepped on poop. Okay, check your check under your foot. No, I think it's the bean boozled eh, George. Wait, oh god, no. Is it? Wait, wait, oh god, oh god, I put no. You see, this is what happens when I I'm afraid of hurricanes. I tend to freaking. Oh, Damn it, George! Wait, wait the mic's on, George. Oh shit!